Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Beast for you. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. With thanks to Universal Pictures, we were able, well, I was able to see this early. Wayne could not make the screen. That's right. I saw it yesterday. So thank you so much for that, Evie and Co. There. This one is directed by Balthazar Comacor. Something like that. Wicked. Screenplay by Ryan Engel, based on a story by Jamie Primick Sullivan. Stars Idris Elba. Everyone's favorite pick, possibly, for the next James Bond. I don't know. I'm hearing lots of weird rumors. Mm. Ayana Haley, Leah Sava Jeffries, and Chateau Copley. It has, actually, I want to say cinematographer Philippe Rousselot. Mm-hmm. And the budget, Wayne, what do you reckon? Oh, um, largely one or two locations. I reckon this one was cheap. Oh, but in all that CGI. How about 35? Well done, sir. Really? $36 million. $36? Wayne has just won the budget there game for go, the first son. time. In the history of the show. Don't look forward to it, it. The box office thus far is around about $30 million. Wayne, what is Beast about? Okay. So Idris Elba plays this recently widowed doctor. His name is Nate Daniels. And him and his two teenage daughters travel to a South American game reserve managed by Murdoch from the 18. So it's a Chateau Copley. <laughs> and <laughs> so this this guy or, is a, an old... What's his name in District 9? Uh, I don't know. Do um, devout, you hear the popping? I don't know. <laughs> This guy is an old family friend and wildlife biologist, and so it's supposed to be like a fun little trip for the family, you know, but it soon turns into a fearsome fight for survival when a fucking lion starts trying to stalk them right in the ass and kill them. (laughs) (laughs) That's the film. (laughs) It is the film. On Rotten Tomatoes, this has 68% positives out of 162 reviews with an average rating of 6.1 out of 10. On Metacritic, the always harsher weighted score is 54 out of 100 based on 40 critics. And Cinema Score, which polls audiences as they leave, gives it a B on the A plus to F scale. It's hmm. 93 minutes long, weighing, which is absolutely a tick in its plus Most column. Deaf. What did you think of Beast? Uh, I didn't expect a damn thing from this film because I hadn't even remembered hearing about it until you told me that we got invited to the advanced screening. Yep. So I was like, I wasn't And I even... said, it's on the schedule. And you're like, is it? Yeah. But I mean, that's not a big surprise to me. But, <laughs> but more than that, like, I hadn't heard a lot of chatter about it. So this is, I had a great time in this film. Wow. I had a great time in this film. Because again, really? again, I didn't expect a damn thing, right? And frankly, just based on the premise, right? I was looking at this and I was like, because there was a movie a long time ago with Val Kilmer and Michael. Ghosts Douglas, in the Dark. Ghosts in the Darkness, which I adore. It's about. Yeah, also, I should have realized you might. Dip it's kind of like two killer lions. This one's one killer lion. But, uh, and, and so I was like, okay, so I didn't expect anything. Then I'm watching the film and I'm like, this film is Warner City. This one shot yeah. over and over. I'm like, whoa. And I didn't expect that, right? Yeah, and I, I. Think I even did, like, you mentioned the cinematographer. I didn't know that it was this guy who did Dangerous Liaisons mm. and motherfucking all these other movies and shit. And I was like, whoa. So what they've done here is they've actually taken what would be a relatively disposable type thrill environment, which is like... What we're trying to say here is the big knock on the film is a completely predictable and rote script, yeah. which... <laughs> There is not a single plot beat in this film you won't see coming a million miles away. I am right. almost stunned that they would release a film with this script and not change something up about it. Yeah. And because it's you haven't got time in 90 minutes, and thankfully it is 90 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Big, this big positive on the film, yeah. Right. You really haven't got time, because it all happens in almost, not real time, but like it's you know, like a day or two, basically, yeah. right? Uh, so there's not a lot of character development. There's only character exposition, which they get rid of in the first act, pretty much, right? Correct. So, um, and that is fine. Uh, what what I think what, what we're trying to say is like this is sort of such a workaday premise that to make you gotta dress it, it up. Yeah, 
but and but to have the smarts to hire that cinematographer to make the camera prowl through the scene much like a lion would. Yeah, so that's right? why putting it, it at takes, times. Yeah, it makes you it puts you right in the scene as a viewer, and it adds so much more to that if it wasn't happening. I'm not saying it's a fucking gangster ass like no. this is not going to win awards or anything like no, that. No, clearly. But for what it was, it's promising something very standard. And then it delivers, it kind of over-delivers to me on that. Uh, look, I don't think the premise over-delivers. I think the execution of the premise... Sorry, the execution over-delivers. That's what I mean. It's very, yes. very good. Yeah, this film is phenomenally well shot. As two people who really appreciate the work that goes into long shots and the way they hide the cuts and everything else, phenomenal effort. I think the actors, therefore, their performances are better than what you would otherwise think because they've got to hit every mark at yes. every single time. Yes, I was thinking, this, so, this stuff would have taken a while to shoot because there were such long scenes and so much so much blocking because these people yep. are walking through houses, yep. walking through, like, oh shit, look at that. So, I mean, I like I said, it's it, it's it's your standard thrill type like, work in cinema, but like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And for 36 mil, I've got to say, I think the special effects are really good. So did I. A couple of times you can see it blur and the, the, the line doesn't really move the way something would. But there's a couple of shots in here where I'm like, is that a real line or Dude, not? When when Charlotte Copley yes, is playing, is, with, is the playing with the lines, I'm I was like, like, whoa. That's good. Like it was I, I was thinking, mm, that looks exactly like how I guess it would look. I've seen footage of people playing with lines before and that's what it looks like. So spectacular. Like really and this is on the big, big screen. Yes. I saw it on the biggest screen because of the advanced screening at our local cinema. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, this and I was close because I got there late, unfortunately. I saw the same screen. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this this holds up. So I've heard a couple of reviews complaining about the CG. I'm like, that's really Disagree. At it. I've heard uh, you know what? I went on just just uh, researching the film on Google. Everyone's trashing this film. Just Google reviews. Really? Yeah. But then again, I don't know what the algorithm oh, yeah. for Google reviews is. But I was like, that's well, not said, right. That's not most true. people are giving it. So more than what critics are giving it a, a three star or above. So yeah, like I wasn't sure where you'd land, but in retrospect, I know how much you love the Ghost of, Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah, you, of course you're going to enjoy this film. I mean, the other thing is like that this film gives you tension where you need it. There's jump scare moments, but not too many. I think that... I was impressed with Charlotte Copley, actually. Because um, he was, like, kind of cool in this movie. I didn't think he was capable of being cool. Right? <laughs> At least a little bit cool. And the lion itself looks sufficiently menacing, I thought. You know, in terms of, like, you've got to make... The lion's already scary, but, like, this one was something. You know, something different. Um, yeah, I think lions in the wild would be super fucking scary. Yeah, but, like, to... You know, everyone knows what a lion looks like. You want this one to be even particularly more menacing, uh, menacing I guess. Um, well, it's but, got the sort of blood-drenched jowl. Yeah, and... things like that, right? So I think that um, the, there were excellent choices made in this film. And again, to not to harp on this, but you try and make this a two-hour movie and it would have gone a whole oh. different way. But you make it a tight 90 minutes and, you know, I, I'm, like I said, low expectations but had a good time watching the animal that these sort of I mean there's there's attack scenes. If you look at the trailer, basically there's a shot of Idris Elba punching. Yes, which is what it's all marketed line, around. Which is the round, right? And I'm like, all right, so what do they do with that? And you know what? Good. It was good execution. We'll, we'll come in. It's pretty hard to spoil this film. Like I said, it's very, very predictable. But everything will, you think is gonna happen happens. We will hold off. It's gonna be a short review because there's not much to really, really pull to pieces here, but we will do what we can on the other side of if, unless there's anything else, Wayne. I don't think, it's I think you enjoyed it more this. than me. But I did. I did. I liked, Again, I expected less than you. I like the technical aspects of it. I think the very, very well shot. One of the best shot films of the year. If we did top 10 cinematographers. Yeah. No, I best agree. shot films of the 20, 2022, this would absolutely be in there I for agree. sure. I think I enjoy that about it. Like They've got a guy who's at the top of his game. Well, I say, like, but we can't give credit to the director as well, Baltazar. He's the guy who directed Everest. Yeah. And I think 
He's great. If you look at this other cinematographers' films, they don't have lots and lots of one one shots in them. That's, They're well shot. Yeah. But, but he knew what it's was needed. two people coming together. It's That's like, right. well, we're going to do it this way. We're going to elevate this premise by executing it in a much higher budget level way. Whether they therefore lobbied to get more money out of the studio for it or whether they... Because it's a very mid-tier film, $36 yeah. million. Or whether they went, no, we're going to give more money to this. We're gonna, let's not worry about killing 15 extras or you know, yeah. cannon fodder. Let's just keep it to the core cast. Yes. And let's put the money into the technical side of the film. I don't know, but either way. Which was a good call. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's been elevated past what it kind of has any right to be good at. So, so there are. That's our basic review. See it. I think Beast is an original... Uh, it's a pretty straightforward film. Original would be the wrong way of this putting it. This is a matinee fun movie. Yeah, you're, right? not, you're not going to change your life. It's not brilliant. It's not going to be in anyone's top 10 list of the year. It's a, it's a, it's an entertaining 90 minutes and you're you're not bored. You're in, you're out. Da- bam, exactly. Done. And yep. you're like, oh, that was good. That was surprisingly good. That's there what we I are. thought. That's our review of Beast other than on the other side of Jack and spoilers. You can't handle the truth. And the truth is the last couple of weeks Wayne and I have been so in lockstep that the soundboard hasn't got much of a working out which is a little bit disappointing for the fans of the show. I do appreciate and Fuck I like off, to everyone apologize. <laughs> All right, that disagreement aside, I think the film. So you know, like this film sets up Charlton Copley. Uh, it was, he's, a, he's a game warden. Wickes Vandermeer from sure. from District Nine. No, he's filmed this. Oh, okay. Name of this film is Martin. Yep. Martin is dead. He is fucking a dead man walking because we've only we've got the dad and his two barely teenage daughters, mm-hmm. I think, and him. Someone's gonna die. You know, it's gonna be him. But he goes out like a boss. He absolutely goes out like a boss. To, and also to he, coin the kids these days. He, but he goes out later than I would have expected. Yeah. Because you think that... This is what I've heard about the film, okay? The problem people seem to be having, from my, the views I've heard, is that they think these characters are stupid. Right? They there make are some stupid very moves. stupid choices. To my film. knowledge, to my, my counting, there's one stupid move. Right. Well, no, well, in spoilers, name and shame it. All right. So they realize there's a lion attack. They get in the car. Shit goes down, and they say, kids, stay in the car. Martin gets out with his rifle. Idris Elba gets out as well. He's trying to help a guy who's on the road. Yeah, right? okay. We then are Martin goes after walks the Walks away. Walks Idiot. away, right? With Idiot his, fucking move. With his gun, yes. And yes, he's a game warden, yes. Don't and so care. he knows. Okay, but here's the thing, right? The lion then stalks him, mauls him. Now, first of all, the lion, for some reason, is like the Matrix with bullets. He cannot, like, he cannot get shot. I don't give a fuck what happens. There's like poachers, like a motherfucker. <laughs> There's like 12 guys shooting at him. He's just like, what up, dog? Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, 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 hold on. And so that's that's one thing. All right, let's just say that the lion uses darkness effectively when he's really, really smart. I don't know. Let's give that away. He manages to jump on Charlotte Copley. Charlotte Copley gets a round off, but he misses because everyone misses. And the lion mauls his leg. I thought he's dead at that stage, right? And it's like, okay, what are we going to do now? It was clever of them to maintain radio contact. I'm in a bad way. I have to go get him. The girl actually goes to get him. Against the dad's wishes. Yeah, yeah. Picks him up and drags him back to, or helps him back to the car. He doesn't look around for his rifle. He just walks back to the car with her. about that. Yeah. So that's the big dumb move. I think the big (laughs) dumb move is him walking away in the first place. You are a game warden Mm -hmm. or or someone who is very respectful. Help raise the lions that we see the pack, which Which is in the most set up moment in film history, arguably. Oh, they they will destroy any rogue lion that comes walking the, into their midst. And I'm like, oh, well, that's how this film ends, clearly. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, here's a church that's got nothing to do with anything. Well, they're coming back to this church later. Yep. That's what I'm saying. This film is so rough. Anyway, they find a, a small village of people who have been slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And they drive off to get back to help or, or go and call it in, whatever. And then they find one survivor who staggers out into the road in front of them. Fair enough. They get out of the car to attend to that person. When he hears the snapping of... 
Why the fuck does he go into the reeds, into the the chest exactly. high grass, like yeah. where a lion would just be like, yeah, I'm going to eat you for... Like, that is the dumbest moment in this film. And this is the thing, right? If you're if you're developing this script, other than maybe right? forgetting the, the, the gun. Well, some people were saying this, like these people leave the windows down. Well, no, that window was actually broken by the lion. You couldn't wind it up. So, well, no, the first attack, it, it was smacked a window. It was down, but it was down. Then the lion came through again. To the other side, yeah. But la- I think later they tried to. I think later on it was broken, but initially, and I know this because where I was sitting, obviously I saw this film myself. You weren't yeah. there for the event screen. The woman, a couple of seats to my right, was. All in on this film, judging by her body, her body language oh, really? and her reactions. And when when Martin is off walking around and Dad is attending to the the guy who's dying in the road, yeah, she's like, "Wind the fucking window up." <laughs> she literally said that loud enough that I could hear her. Yeah. And then after that, I got really tuned into her commentary. She's like, "Fuck this shit, fuck this." So she was full on in. This is it, right? I think that that's why I think the movie was a success because. The, the couple people that were in my screening were equally invested. So it's like, okay, well, this is actually pretty good. So that works. Now, that was the other thing, right? So, yeah, him wandering off by himself, him that was just the stupid. Gun. All right? That was just stupid. Even, it, the, even the daughter just ignoring. So the lion attacks him and thank God it couldn't lift the car up because there's a lot of barely surviving moments for Idris Elba's character there. Well, the second thing was when they get to that church school thing, that place that they After, actually get to, right? Yeah. Idris Elba, oh, here's the lion. He knows his kids are alone with the lion. Well, but more than that, you've, he, you've been hunted by a lion and yeah. you walk into this church and no one closes the door. No one him. closes the door. It's like, come on. And then right after that, when he rushes back in, Paul, he's got the poacher's gun, which apparently had three runs that he didn't know. We didn't check the, he didn't check the fucking chamber, whatever, and, right? Yep. Dumb Goes movie. in and just fucking squeezes off as many shots as he can. Dude, if you'd taken one more second to aim... You would have winged that thing at the very least. Last night, Wayne, to answer this though. Yeah. Last night, I've been playing Far Cry 6. <laughs> yes, go on. And they did a little Stranger Things cross up in it, which if you access this weird story, you just go into this. Upside down? Yeah, you literally go into the upside down in the game. So what? some crossover magic happening cool. here. Yeah. Didn't see it coming. I knew I, they, they'd advertised it, but I didn't know where it was in the game. I thought maybe you had to click on a different button and go to a different sort of server. But no, it's, it's part of the game if you, oh. you click on the right Single player campaign? You lose all your guns. Oh. And then you pick up a pistol. And I had eight bullets. Mm. So I come across the first fucking guard. And because the way I've been playing it up to that point is do, 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 aim for the head, dead. Yep. Oh, I'm down to two bullets. Shit. And then after that, so in other words, I was in a bit of a panic earlier. Because on, you knew I that you were hunting my bullets. Exactly. And so this guy I here is. Just... I, don't have a bad, I don't have a bad say about you missed three shots because you're just, holy fucking shit, this lion's at me and you missed your three shots. I, I get it. Perhaps, but he had time to aim and he didn't. And I'm like, come on, man. And it's like the poachers all had time to aim, but they fucking didn't either. Oh, the poachers they, just panicked. The poachers just suck. And right? that's, that's that's what the film's trying to sell. When you're in a panic, you're not going to aim Okay, well. all right, I'm going to allow that. Now, the the cool thing about Martin, uh, the Shelter Copley's character, is that they talk about anti-poachers. Yes. Where these game hunters... And he doesn't answer the question. Yeah, he doesn't answer the question. Then you sort of see this, like, you know, it's like this, these vultures picking off a, a, a poacher's truck, which was cool because I've always thought to myself, who wouldn't kill a poacher? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's just like, fuck Surely yeah. it's the wild fucking west out there in South Africa. Absolutely. Like yeah. TIA, baby. This is Africa. So it's like, that was cool. And then they, the poachers find out, this is an anti-poacher. And he pulls out a gun. They were very fortunate that the lion killed every single one of those poachers. Uh, no, one one drove away. One car got, got away. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's fair enough. So yeah, but other but than that. But they're not like, going to go and report to the authorities, are they? Because what are you doing out there? Exactly. So they're all out. So that was. But that was a nice moment though when 
they react nice moments wrong wrong wording but a good payoff moment when the poachers see who Martin is injured. He's an anti poacher. It's right. Pull the gun. Yeah. That's it. Right. And, and that, so it goes chaos and, and everything else. Well, it was that was it actually good because it's like, oh, there's not only one predator out here. There's poachers who are probably not normally. Oh, it's a big indictment. This whole and thing he's got two daughters. Because that right line would not have gone rogue if its if its whole pride hadn't been killed by the poachers. Yeah, yeah. I, f- fair enough. Fair enough. What do so, you think of the kids in the film? Uh, kids were fine. Kids were fine. I think. Um, what do you think of the whole shit? Again, very. So, mum's died. Cancer. Yep. The kid's mad at the dad for having left her a year prior and then doesn't seem to have engaged back with them. And he so gets very one, one oh, I don't want to say Kelly Ward winning moment, but obviously acting moment where he's lamenting yes. at, while he's drunk. While he's drunk. That he thought he had cancer. He could have, he came up, knocked on my door. Yeah. And so I could have said, no, you can't have it. Yeah. Yep. As if he had control over yeah, it. But exactly. I guess he's a doctor. So maybe yes. Who knows? That's what it's trying to play. Yeah. The point, I think, well, my whole thing about that entire thing is that I see what you're doing here. You're trying to give these characters depth and meaning and it can't all, so it's not all about a line attack, which they had to do. And I suppose it's mercifully short because if the movie means nothing and you don't care about the characters, then you don't care about the movie. So it was fine, but I was very aware they were doing it. How's that? So hundred percent, hundred percent agree. So yeah. yeah, look, I don't think this is, this film's changing anything. I think it's just another variation on Jaws again. This, yeah, again to to play on an earlier film review. I won't yep. spit, say that for spoilers. It's fine. I think the execution of it elevates what's a really terrible terribly wrote script if I'm really honest so anything more you want to say about Beast Wayne I think just to pick up on your point of I can't believe they greenlit this screen and then distributed it in the cinemas this is you can't, 36 million you can't go anywhere else other than cinema well no I take that back Prey I've since found out which we reviewed last week mm. very positively had a budget of mid 60s and they released it on, on straight to Hulu slash star here in Australia yeah I'm actually glad they did put this in cinemas because I think that it was for what it was, is good enough to actually be there. It's just not... If you're being picky about what you release as a studio... Like, for example, I've heard Warner Brothers hasn't got enough fucking money to distribute films. Like, it's that's why there's only three of them coming out this year or something like that. I'm like, For the rest what? of the year, yeah. The the year, Warner yeah. Brothers seems to be in some trouble. But they're, they're basically going back to basics and relaunching again. So we will get Black Adam. Apparently, we're still going to get The Flash. But we're not getting Batgirl. So, yeah. Man... I really wanted... Michael Keaton was in that, man. I really wanted to see it. It probably sucked, though. Who knows? All right. Uh, yes. So, yes. I agree with you. Look, I, I was pleasantly surprised by this film. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. So, there you are. Given this is one I put on the schedule. so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it 69. Okay. I'm, I'm 61. 61? All right. There you go. There we are. So, uh, three and a three and a half stars, if you will, from the Countdown Movie Interiors podcast in a, what I have to say, is a very and weirdly quiet August you know, for film release, man. You know what I mean. Remember that Guy Ritchie film with um, just disappeared, disappeared Oppo- off the schedule. Uh, Operation uh, Fortune or something, yeah, something like that, right? Rue de Gear or yeah, something yeah. like that, right? That was I was like, I'll look forward to that. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. I love disappeared. Guy Boom, off the schedule, dude. No one's no mentioning one knows it, where it is. Yeah. What the fuck happens to that? I don't know. I fu- don't know. They haven't shelved it like they have Batgirl, but they are. It wasn't a Netflix film or anything, was it? It was like no. A, it was going to cinema. So it was going to cinema. Right? It was going to cinema. I would have got. I would have been out for that thing. I am suggesting to you that film is not that great then, because otherwise, if you know you've got to hit on your hands, why are you not releasing? Yeah, it? Yeah, you play it hard, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's one of you know what Guy Ritchie. What's the, no? He just did his piece of shit. That man was it. That Jason Statham one that oh, we reviewed. Yeah, man of something. Yeah, some shit. That was a piece of shit. I didn't hate it the way right? you did. Oh my God. Though that was like, before that he's doing like cool shit and then that. Uh, no. So he's due for a good one. He's due for a good one now. What? A, 
What's the shit one with um, Charlie Hunnam as, as King uh, Arthur? Uh, King, yeah, the King Arthur one. <laughs> I didn't mind that one. That film was garbage. <laughs> but at least that one looked like a Guy Ritchie movie. This other one was my dick, man. Anyway, so... <laughs> This one looks like it was going to be good, but you're right. It must be fucking flaps because mm-hmm. they haven't. If you know, you yeah, got a winner. It's, it's a very weird time because normally come late August, early September, you're getting like mid-range 60, 70 million dollar films being released. Not not tent poles. They've all been done by now, but it's just gone quiet. I think this is the, the trickle on effect of COVID. Absolutely. For starters, they just don't have, the studios just don't have as many films to release, not as big ones to release. So we, that's why we're doing things like Beast. And we've done prayer, and we're going to have to do unless we, something else better comes up. We have to do something like Day Shift, which came straight to Netflix, which is kind of our thing, but it's not really a film I would normally. I'd just do a top ten last ten. So we're scrambling movie. a little bit for content here, and it's time for hopefully the studios to fucking be able to get back on track because the rest of the world is. Man, what if our beloved cinema goes? Ah, uh, I can't handle it. There will always be movies, people. I hope. Uh, I think the movie cinema always exists, whether or not. We have as many films released to it. That could be another question for another day. So, yeah. Anyway, that's our review of Beast. Thank you for so much for joining us today for this review. Did you like it? Did you not? If you've seen it and if this is months afterwards and you're only watching it on... You know, Whatever you saw it on. PVOD or, or just normal download, then uh, let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at the Countdown PC. You can like and follow the show through Podbean where we host and the, the countdownpodcast.com is our website, which is ugly as sin, but has all the links to everything else that you need. Get around it. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Inconceivable. When you bother to put more money into the execution than you do, the premise. And and, and welcome. It's welcome. <laughs> there you go. We'll catch you next time. See, See ya. ya.